1: Hello and welcome. It's our number 2, hour 2 of our radio program and the Bucks stops here. For Miami in the Eastern Conference game 2 opening round a blowout for the deer fear the deer. What went wrong for the heat? The better story in the losing locker room. Who's to blame for the Miami meltdown and are the Bucks better? Without Giannis, some people actually saying that they are better without Giannis. We will attempt to debunk that and much more. Right now, here it is, hour number two. Not so hot, not so hot. Welcome in the beginning of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, shoulder to shoulder as we feed your sports talk munchies coast to coast and beyond on the vast and wondrously powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the craft as crafty as a fox we are broadcasting live from the tirerack.com studios tirerack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection fast free shipping Free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour, we'll go back to Pro Bouncy Ball, and we start out in Wisconsin. A team many people picking to win the entire thing. That's right. The Bucks. The NBA Plus, Eastern Conference, opening round game two. Milwaukee losing in game one. And they lost because Snap, Crackle, Pop, Rice Krispies popped up for their star player. But if you didn't see Game 2 here. It was an oil painting for the Bucks against the Heat in Game 2. If you missed it, Brooke Lopez, 25 points. Drew Holiday. It was a holiday for Milwaukee. He added 24, and the Milwaukee Bucks led by as many as 36 points, and they extinguish the Miami Heat 138 to 122 in a game that was not even close. Miami outscoring the Bucks by 17 in garbage time in the fourth quarter. The Bucks led this game 81 to 55 at halftime. The 81 points in the first half in just you know, 24 minutes, a franchise record in Milwaukee doing all of that without Mr. MVP himself Giannis Antetokounmpo with a lower back injury, it looked to me like a tailbone injury. I hurt my tailbone years ago, and man, was I messed up. It took forever for that thing to heal. I had to get one of those special uh, cushions to sit, uh, sit down. It was a big pain in the – literally, a pain in the ass uh, is what it was on the tailbone. But Giannis is out, and I'd be surprised if he's back anytime soon, although NBA players do have access to better medical than I did. Uh, so let us discuss the question – better story losing locker room what the heck went wrong with the Miami Heat in this game so i've got mr peanut listerine and prisoner and we will combine all of these things together we're going to put them all together and uh, we are going to make we are going to make a wonderful wonderful dish of, of different cheese uh, we'll get our uh, our board out our wooden board And uh, our our charcuterie board, we're going to put a bunch of cheese out there. So, uh, first of all, looking at this game, uh, wowzers! classic NBA letdown performance. You win game one on the road, but this was more than that. This was Murphy's Law in play. Anything that could go wrong did go wrong on defense for the Heat. A listless, lethargic performance. It was the kind of performance where you sink through the floor. You're that bad and this does not happen very often it also does not happen by accident and you have you have to disengage to fall behind by 36 points in a playoff game and i've i've seen enough basketball i've talked to enough people who've been around the the game professionally that if you give an honest effort the teams are not separated by that many points and that that is a lack of effort situation which you'd say wait a minute it's the playoffs the Miami Heat Gift wrapping this one for Milwaukee, and when you when you look at the score and you see what the, the lopsided nature, it's like a Mister Peanut type game. Like you got to get out the monocle, and you've got to like twist the monocle and check the box score again, and you end up bug-eyed and, and think think you're imagining all of this. Like this, if this was a regular season game, you would say the Heat locker room was choreographing. This, that they were trying to get Eric Spolstra fired. That's the kind of performance where you're frustrated with the coach. You're like, we're going to get the coach fired. But they won game one. And they won game one. Giannis got hurt. We all know that. But the lack of attention to detail, a total uh, systematic breakdown here by the Miami Heat. Now, secondly, who's to blame? I like to play the blame games. Who's to blame for the Miami meltdown in Milwaukee? And they can all share the sugar. They can all share the sugar. The biggest villains in this, the, the biggest individual villain who wears the goat horns, not the goat, but the one that wears the goat horns with the flies all around and all that, that would be Jimmy Buckets. All right, That would be Jimmy Buckets. Now, we love Jimmy Butler, but this was not his finest answer. The Heat culture, I hear a lot about that, and sometimes I buy into it, but my fat ass in this game as Jimmy Butler, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, Whoever that is, bam, out of bio, all of them can eat a hoagie. The humble hoagie. They can all dine on the humble hoagie. And as far as what can Eric Spolstra do to turn this around for the heat, well, clearly they'll go home and they'll be better at home. Teams are better at home typically. You start with some Listerine, anti cavity fluoride mouthwash to get rid of that bad breath, that stank that you have from this performance being completely manhandled by the Bucks, which was it was an utter garbage performance. It was raw sewage is what it was. And it, you know, for me, it was good because the game was over at halftime. I didn't need to pay much attention in the second half. Regardless of that, this is not open heart surgery. Making the necessary adjustments is not that hard. Stop cutting corners on defense. This game was gift-wrapped to Milwaukee. And it, I, I keep going back to the, the lack of detail and Going home, you expect the Heat to to make some adjustments, and which mainly involves just not giving up on defense. And it's more about effort than it is the X's and O's. And it's a it's a Q Q situation, quiet quitting. That y- you did not show the scratching and the gumption and all of that, and so we'll see them bounce back. And expect the game to be much different in Game Three. But man, now final thought: Are the Bucks? Better without Giannis Adentacumbo. Are the Milwaukee Bucks a better team without Giannis Adentokounmpo? And for that, I say sure. As long as they are willing to trade the Greek freak to the Clippers for a couple of urinal cakes from the Intuit Dome. Well, I will agree with that. But anybody that's saying that, I know people are, are, I think they're kidding around. I'd like to think they're kidding around. Maybe they're not. But anyone who's trying to tell you that the Bucks are better or almost as good without Giannis, uh, tell me you are a prisoner of the moment without telling me you are a prisoner of the moment. The, the Bucks have some talented players. They do. But you've got to be joking if you think that they are a true heavyweight without Giannis. It's absurd to even think. No bueno, all right? And, and they can get by for a handful of games. And it's, it's, you see that we call it the dead cat Bounce when a team without one of their star players is able to have a short burst and they can play well. And I think for a couple of games here year and a couple of games there, sure. But it's a headliner business. You know that. I know that. And the person over there in the back knows that. Teamwork and hard work, we love it. And they can certainly push you up the ladder. But in order to get the big pot of gold, which I heard is at the end of the rainbow, but I'm not a leprechaun, uh, you, you have to have that big headliner. And that means... That means the Bucs can get by the Heat without Giannis and maybe win a couple of games in Round Two, depending on the matchup there. But to get the whole enchilada without Giannis, uh, turn you know, forget about it. The party's over. That's not happening. So will he come back? That's the question. What kind of modern medical miracles can they come back with when you have what appears to be a an injury that will last a month or or longer, and you need to come back in a week? What do they do? What kind of wonderful goodies can they give you to make that happen? Now, all that said, for a night, like you talk about the Bucs, this is a feel-good situation. Milwaukee looked like the Harlem Globetrotters. When I was a kid, my parents took me to see the Harlem Globetrotters, and I, at that time I was naive. I thought that they were, they were actually playing a competitive game with the Washington Generals. I, as an adult, the age of reason, I realized that was not what was going on. But Milwaukee looked like the Harlem Globetrotters for the first half, or the first three quarters. They shot 60% over the first 75% of the game. They knocked down 51% of three-point shots. And and the Bucks. it was like a, a Papa shot style, uh, a tidal wave as the Miami Heat, uh, not exactly bringing it, not exactly bringing it on this particular night. All right. It is the Ben Maller Show. If you'd like to comment on that, you can join us here at eight seven seven ninety nine 99 on Fox. Also, the Denver Nuggets are up 2-0 as they beat Minnesota. Not a great talker that particular game. And the Memphis Grizzlies as they maul LeBron and the Lakers. The Lakers blowing a game where John ja Morant did not play. What an embarrassment situation that is. For the Lakers, but they will discuss that. And also Dylan Brooks, I get a lot of reaction here on the social media. Dylan Brooks calling out LeBron, not afraid to poke the bear, like a professional wrestler villain from back in the day. I love it. I thought it was great. I I, I laughed. I said, "Boy, imagine deciding I'm going to wear this outfit and here's what I'm going to say." But he did it, and he did it with confidence and machismo and uh, if it works out, Dylan Brooks will be an NBA legend. they will be like the guy. Did you remember when Dylan Brooks called out LeBron James and then backed it up on the court? Wow. And if it doesn't work out, it'll be forgotten, and that's it. So it, it's the perfect thing if you're Dylan Brooks because you're trying to raise your profile. You're already the most hated guy in the NBA. You're the, you're the pest. You're the insect that people don't like, and so we'll, we'll see how this all plays out. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. Again, 877 877- 99 on Fox. The Athletics have agreed to a deal to move to Las Vegas. That news coming out in the overnight hours as well. And speaking of the Bay Area, is it true that the Warriors right now are in full-on panic mode? Full-on panic mode. We'll get to that. And we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays
4: at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
5: We're a motley crew of people from across this glorious land, like a hot Montana chick, a psychic, a
4: urine drinking man. What binds us all together is we'll defend Ben to the end while a Mallorbloviates on.
8: You can be a one percenter. Studies show that more than 244 million and American adults, adults listen to the radio each month, but only 1% actually contribute content. You can join that small fraternity of P1s on the Ben Maller Show. It's painless and simple. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He is manning the phones, but he's more than just the call screener. He's the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop Justin Cooper, and he's at UH Bronco
1: Fan.
4: Nothing? And hey,
1: I'm trying to let the song play, Eddie, and you're you're making you're, How dare you?
8: Well, then uh, play it sometime during the show and just let it go.
1: No, no, no.
8: And <laughs> live from me, the Tire com, Fox Sports Radio Studios,
1: it's Ben Maller. Right. We began this hour with some hot basketball time. We have not taken a call. I am told that I have done a bad job not taking any calls. Some would argue that I'm doing a good job not taking any calls. Uh, either way. We took a call from Andre. No, that's right. We did take a call. Oh, yeah, that's right. Solid minute, the one minute man, Andre. That was a solid one minute phone call from Andre. Yeah, it was so memorable. I forgot that we even talked to Andre. Oh yeah, Andre was upset with Dylan Brooks. He was he's upset with Brooks because I dare Dylan Brooks talk about LeBron James. What's wrong with you? You cannot, you cannot do that. Also, is it true the Warriors are in panic mode? And I will have at some point here. I've got to give a pep talk to my guy. Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan, you talk about heartbreak hotel. I know what it's like, man. I've been there. As I grew up, a fan of the L.A. Rams, and when I was young, the Rams said bye bye, and they skedaddle off to St. Louis and broke my heart. And they did similar things. The Rams intentionally tried to suck the last couple of years they were in L.A. to clear this, so no one would try to keep them, and they moved to St. Louis. And thirty years later, whatever it was, they moved back to Southern California. I
8: don't they're... get, though, that Matt is still a Raiders fan, but he's not going to support the A's anymore
1: because they moved to Vegas. But it's okay if the Raiders moved to Vegas. Well, the Raiders are a regional team, though. They, yeah, the Raiders are in L.A. I mean, the, and the never... A's aren't? Nah, the A's. Nah, it's more they're, they're, they're tied to Oakland. I get what he's doing with that. that I makes don't. Sense.
8: That makes no it, sense.
1: Nah, it makes sense. It does, like, like your wife's a Charger fan. She was a fan of the San Diego Chargers. They moved right in your backyard, so she obviously continues as a Charger fan. But if it was vice versa, would she? She probably would, because it's within reasonable driving distance. But but it's different when you're talking about going. You can go to an, an NFL game on a random you know Sunday. You can plan a trip. But the baseball thing, it's, it's so many games. It's it's a different animal when a baseball team. Uh, relocates like that. Uh, let's go to the phones, and uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. let's say hello to Sir Scratchoff. We'll say hello to him. Hello, Sir Scratchoff in Arkansas, the highways and byways of
7: Arkansas. What's up, brother? <laughs> hey, man, I got a new listener tonight, man. We got a guy that comes in one of these stores over where I drop at. Got talking. Guess who his kinfolk is? One of them plays for the Rams, and one of them plays for the Raiders. Who? Rochella? Does that make sense? Who? And he uh, he said them boys got from a little old town Arkansas called Warren Arkansas. Yeah, but it's Rochelle, I think it's called his last name. But he's out there listening in right now, man. I got you him hooked are, up. You don't even things. know the
1: name though. You, you never, never heard, heard of
7: Rochelle? The name?
1: You say Archelle?
7: Rochelle, like R's and
1: uh, Rats. Are you talking about Robert Rochelle? Is that what you're talking about? Is that the name? Yes sir, that's his that's his cousin. Oh, that's his cousin.
7: Yeah, oh, okay. the other one plays for the Raiders.
1: Oh. It's a very and, athletic uh, family there,
7: huh? And he says, Man, he said, uh, he said, Who you listen to all the time? You talk about it a lot. I said, It's Ben a Show and I hooked him up. I think Big Daddy ever comes on, I think at a ninety eight point five, just ask him, but I that's when I get sometime when I have static. And, uh, man, I do this all the time. I'm always telling somebody about the show because they they don't want to hear music like me. I can't stand music, you know. Yeah, I uh, hate
1: music, too. Who wants to listen to music? But anyway, man, I called the other
7: night. You had a new caller. You had a guy answer the phone. And I got through his big daddy again. And you played some game, and I hung up because I I didn't want to play your little game there, you know. But I was going to tell you something funny. Back in 1997, Right before I started driving in 98, my two brothers kept saying, Tracy, you got to go see this show. you got to go see this show. It's really funny, and you, you like this guy. And it was a liar, liar. And so I went and watched your show, Ben. Y'all was talking about this last Tuesday night about something going on. And uh, these, it kept like a, it was a racket. And finally, I just stood up the way I am, and I said, y'all need to turn these cell phones off. I'm trying to hear this show, and I can't hear all the beeping and stuff going on. And by the time I looked up over the one side, there was a security and two security behind me. They said, sir, you got a problem? I said, yeah, I got a problem. I'm trying to hear this show I've been told to go watch. It's funny. And I said, y'all need to do some of these phones. About that time, it got real quiet. Nobody said a word, Ben, and I got to hear that show. But I'm going to tell you something. When I go watch a show, I'm not a big show person. But when I go to watch one, I want to see it. And I want to hear it. But I'll tell you one thing. It was kind of funny because that's when I first watched Live <sighs> Live on the hey, big hey, movie uh... theater.
1: Have you thought – now, I, I want you to look this word up because it's a fun word, okay? Um, I, I want you to uh, no, 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 no. Um, uh, just just Roberto, you, bear, be bear, w- bear with me. Uh, I would like you to work, look the word up, brevity. Can you look up the word brevity? Can you study yes. the word Brevity. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, economy anyway. of language uh, get to the point please can you <laughs> instead the, of long-winded can you be short-winded is there any way that you can possibly add a little bit of crispness to not christmas like the holiday crispness to the call? Well,
7: i'm gonna tell you something right now i didn't get to do my 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 mouth whatever uh podcast last weekend his family got sick but i'm going back in this saturday morning and I'm going I'm to I'm give you a big shout-out, man, right on, my, on my podcast. Right? Wow, all right. Look at cool. that. I'm
1: getting a shout-out on the Mallertown podcast. They never promote this show on the Mallertown podcast. That's amazing to me. That's shocking. Can you imagine that? Like somebody listening to the Mallertown podcast is going to learn about the Ben Mallert show for the first time ever by listening to that podcast. Now, that is going to be an amazing thing. Is what. <laughs> All right. Is it true the Warriors are in panic mode? It certainly appears that way. The the Warriors are not handling being down 0-2. What is my evidence here? The Warriors are grumbling about DeMontis Sabonis. They are accusing him of using the ball as a weapon. They believe that Sabonis is using the ball as what, like a medicine ball, a spiked medicine ball? What does that even mean? Also, you can tell the Warriors are getting a little concerned. They have banned Kings fans, they're worried about a hostile takeover of Kings fans buying up the tickets because the Kings are almost never in the playoffs, and they think they'll just make the short drive down from Sacramento to San Francisco, and they're going to bring all their cowbells. And you might have seen the video that went viral of the Sacramento fans taunting Bob Myers, the GM, one fan in particular, in Sacramento. And so the Warriors have put the kibosh anyone trying to bring cowbells in to game three will be greeted by security and asked to put their cowbell on hold now what they cannot do I have a workaround here for the Kings fans if everyone if there's enough Kings fans and they all have smartphones which most people do these days and you yeah that you turn on that that cowbell app if everyone does that you can recreate the cowbell you can recreate the magic of the cowbell. I love that cowbells are still a thing. I, I recall uh, very uh, hilariously when I was younger and uh, I was around the Lakers a lot, believe it or not, as uh, much as I hate them. But Phil Jackson was the coach, and they'd play the Kings in the playoffs, and they King uh, he, Phil would call Sacramento a cow town. Uh, and I think that's what actually started. I think yeah, that that's, led, that's what started that, it. That's what led yeah. to, the, yeah. uh, to the cowbell thing. That was a... A Phil Jackson creation. I love that that's still a thing all these years later, that the Kings have, their fans have continued to embrace the cowbell.
4: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
1: This is Steve Cavino And Rich Davis. And together, we are Cavino and Rich.
9: Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy.
1: Uh, that's right. Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show. Heard weekdays from 5 to 7 Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
8: If there's ever Tiger Woods news, I am required to pass it along because oh, everyone is interested on, in
1: Tiger Woods. Man. No, that's in that's all that's in what the, I'm told. Of the people in management. That's what I'm told. Fox Sports Radio likes Tiger Woods, but uh, nobody else. Tiger
8: Woods underwent successful ankle surgery. On Wednesday, f- to, treat, to treat to treat post traumatic arthritis from his previous hey, fracture.
10: It's uh, how, it's tired.
1: No timetable for his
8: return successful? to competitive golf. How do they
1: know it was successful? I don't know.
8: Ask them. Ask them. Whoever reports on and, these things.
1: And by the way, my mom had arthritis. I, I didn't know there was an operation that would cure arthritis. Well, you got to have enough money to do it, I guess. Really? Yeah. I I don't. That makes no sense. I've heard of it. Really? Yeah. What, what exactly do they do, Eddie? What are do they, they do? Like, they, like, clean it out, clean out the area. They clean out the arthritis? Is yeah. that it? You just go in there and clean it out? I didn't know you could do that. You can, yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Are you make, You're making that up. I don't no. you think you're making <laughs> that up. I believe you're making that up. What are you talking about? Tiger just had this, this surgery. I understand he had it, but how... I don't – it's a genetic thing, right, arthritis? Isn't it a genetic uh, illness that you inherit and all that? No, like, I don't uh, think
8: so. I think you can
1: – No? It, no, you don't just get so that through there's genetics. there's not – it doesn't you, run in
8: the family? I mean, it might, but you could have injuries, and, and then there's arthritis as a result of, of injuries
1: you sustain. and Tiger
8: certainly has had his share of
1: injuries. I think this is bullcrap. I don't think there's an operation to fix arthritis.
8: I'm sure there's a doctor listening. Call in and t- explain it to Ben.
1: We're very popular with doctors, as you know, Eddie. Oh, yeah. Uh, The the doctors love to stay up late at night and listen to the show. I'm well aware. It says it can be cured. And
8: not Doc Mike.
1: We had the doctor of weed call the show years ago. Who is that, Shirley? I don't remember that. No, the guy was in Iowa. Dr. Green, the doctor of weed doctor. What
7: happened happened to that
8: guy that that was going to name weed after us?
1: Oh, yeah, from the Bay Area, too. And then he got his place robbed. He's like a big weed guy in the Bay Area. And then some hoodlums came in there and robbed them. And then he stopped calling the show altogether. Yeah, we were each getting a strain of weed. And now now we're not. Now, now that's not happening. It's unfortunate. I was really going to get some street cred if we had weed named after us, but. Unfortunately, that's not going to take place. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox. This portion of the Ben Maller Show brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We've got Maller to the third degree coming up. And let's get back to the calls. And we'll say hello, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let's say hello to Tony, who's in the Bay Area. And we'll see if, if he's relocating to Vegas like all the other teams in the Bay Area. Hello, Tony.
10: Welcome. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Uh, you deserve a round of applause. A couple days ago, you mentioned that Booby, the Mariner fan, should be on the team because they, they suck. And since he blows, that makes a lot of sense. So give yourself a round of applause there. Thank you. Thank you. I, I don't hear it. Well, there it is. There we go. There we go. Yeah, and uh, speaking of the A's, um yeah, it's uh, I guess good riddance that they're leaving if they don't want to put a good product out, you know, good riddance, you know.
1: Okay. You're you're fine with them leaving? Will you drive them to Nevada? Will you drop them off at the border?
10: No, but I used to be a fan somewhat, you know, uh, Bash brother days and uh, pretty much ever since then. Uh I don't know what the hell they've been doing but except for losing. So you know, they can go to Las Vegas and and see how they do there. I don't know.
1: Okay, that's a, that's an amazing take by you. It's a very good take.
10: Yeah. Do you have I a friend? Do you have a
1: friend at the bar that you want to you want to tell us a story about a friend at the
10: bar? No, but um, I have uh, stopped taking my medication that the doctor recommended, and uh, I decided Hi. to stick with uh, the. Why, why would and... you?
1: Why would you stop taking doctor-recommended medication? That makes no sense to me. Why would you do it? it wasn't helping me. I think it was helping you. I think you're <laughs> doing great. You're doing well, amazing.
10: I, I, I decided to take uh, mushrooms instead. Uh, I've tried about four different times already, and this Friday I plan to do another one. So maybe that will get me uh, on the right track.
4: Sauteed or on-
10: like a mushroom pizza? Is that yeah, what you're on the talking pizza? about? There? Yeah. yeah, it's a mushroom pizza that might make you see and feel differently. So,
1: right. Why don't you go out to the forest in Oregon and go into the darkness and you can drink ayahuasca?
10: I don't know where to score that. Do you happen to know where to score it?
1: Yeah, I know a guy in Malibu. His name's Aaron. Relax. He knows
10: where to get that. That guy's a doucher. Oh, he's a doucher. Oh, happy. yeah. Come You're on now.
1: Fan. You're not a fan of his.
10: No, he should stay in the closet.
1: Okay. Is that where you are right now, Tony? Are you in the closet? All right. All right. Uh, thank you. I I, I got to go. I uh, appreciate it. So happy we took that call. The bottle is back. Big news, big news out of Pittsburgh. After changing the name of the stadium, Heinz Field, they also took away that giant Heinz bottle. Because why would you have that? It's Act Your Sure Stadium. It was renamed last year. Well, it turns out we are told the Pittsburgh Steelers have decided after one year, and really the people at Heinz have decided, let's bring the sculpture back. And so Heinz Field, while it is no longer called Heinz Field, the massive condiment company, they did not extend their naming rights deal. But we are told the large Heinz ketchup bottle, which had been removed, is uh, coming back. It's uh, reinstalling. They've, uh, the crews uh, were spotted reinstalling a gigantic fiberglass ketchup bottle just outside the stadium. So it is It is back. Congratulations, Eddie. The Steelers did not pick up many good players this offseason, but you have gotten a massive fiberglass ketchup bottle back. And that'll help the Steelers out. What could possibly go wrong after a 9-8 and eight season and a third-place finish? Will we
8: still have the Heinz red zone?
1: Uh, I, don't, I don't see that. I just see the bottle. I've seen the pictures of the bottle. They are putting it back, Eddie. The bottle has returned there and they have a massive crane and there's four construction workers that are standing and two of them, actually three of them, are underneath the ketchup bottle in this little video clip, which does not seem like a good idea to me. But what do I know? Uh, How much could that weigh, that massive fiberglass ketchup bottle? And how annoyed are the people at AccraSure, or whatever it's called, that nobody calls it AccraSure Stadium, they all call it still Heinz Field? (laughs) Time now for the Insta Trivia. We'll go to hockey one more time. Why? Why not? Tampa Bay's Nikita Kucherov recorded his 21st career postseason game with three or more points that tied Dennis Savard for the fourth most in Stanley Cup history behind Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, and blank. Again, Nikita Kucherov of the Lightning, his 21st career postseason game, With three or more points, tying Dennis Savard for the most points in Stanley Cup playoff history behind Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, and blank. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer, we'll get to it, and we will
10: do it next. I've known you for so many years, and you've changed.
7: Fox Sports Radio has the
1: best sports talk lineup in the nation.
7: Catch all of our
4: shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: There's a widespread problem of boring sports talk. The Ben Maller Show offers a solution under the cover of darkness. We are 25 percent more effective at delivering zany hot takes than our competitors. We'd love for you to help us grow the audience with a personal endorsement. Just mention our show and tag along with us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We are growing the Maller Militia one new member at a time. And i live from the tyrack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios.
1: It's Ben Maller. Some hot arthritis talk. We have the. Mallard to the thirty Degrees segment, our friend Patricia, a longtime loyal foot soldier in the Maller Militia. She's been with the show a long time. She's moved across the country, and she still supports the show from the New England area, from uh, just outside Boston, and now she's in Vegas. But she says, uh, Eddie is correct. They can't make arthritis go away, but they can't help. I had it done to clean the joint out. It will eventually come back. Or you can have the joint taken out. I did that, Patricia says. Wow, you had the joint taken out. So I have screws and a plate holding that joint together. Whoa, that's wild. Oh, that's, like a, oh. that's crazy to me. Now, Jimmy, this is what I'm getting at. See, Jimmy knows where I was going. He says arthritis is treatable with surgery for osteoarthritis And depends on the joint. Rheumatoid arthritis is what you had in my yeah. That's what my mom had. That's the bad one, right? I think that's the bad one. It's not not like there's a good arthritis. But my uh, my mom had rheumatoid arthritis, and she had it when she was uh, started having it when she was a little kid, and uh, you know she had her whole life obviously from that point forward. And uh, as she got a little older, they came up with medicine. This is one of the reasons I kind of skeptical of medical. Business because they had some medicines, but they wouldn't give it to her because she was kind of too far gone. That that it would have helped her, but yeah, they they only give it to people they think are gonna have good results because they they want to get those things passed and it's a big a lot of politics. But uh, anyway, this is this is a sports show. We're not about that. And uh, here is the Insta trivia: Tampa Bay's Nikita Kucherov recorded his twenty-first career postseason game with three or more points, tying Dennis Savard for the fourth most in Stanley Cup playoff history behind the great one, Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, and blank. Uh, Steve says Phil McCracken is the answer. Uh, Benito, the Cowboy fan, says it's Tony in the Bay Area's magic mushrooms. Uh, Who else do we have? Uh, Brave New World, the comic book guy Andy says the Clippers going deeper than the Lakers in the postseason. Maurice Rocket Richard from Hobby Bobby. That's his answer. Jeremy Ronick, guessed by Double O Mexican in San Diego. Patrick Kane from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Far Out Dave says it's obviously Woody Harrelson. Duh. Uh, who else? Uh, can't read that. The Hanson Brothers, guessed by Kevin. That's his answer. Uh, Nicola Volkov from Just Josh in Cincinnati. Eddie, what's your answer, Eddie? I need an answer. Uh, Mario Lemieux. Mario Lemieux, uh, that is incorrect, Mr. Hockey. How dare you get that wrong? The correct answer uh, is none other than Yari Curry of those great Edmonton Oilers teams and also the Kings with 28, 28 games with three or more points for Yari Curry. It's Maller. How about that? To the
4: third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled.
9: Koopaloop. Ben, Josh Jacobs refused to sign the franchise tag, joining Saquon Barkley as the second Pro Bowl running back to not sign the tag and to hold out of early off-season activities. Ben, where do you see this going with Jacobs? Nowhere.
1: It's not, it's not even really a holdout because he hasn't signed the contract, and if you look around, you got to read the room. you got to read the room, and I know it's me time. You can spend some more time. Don't have to go to practice and all that stuff or workouts, but eventually he'll take the $10.1 million. He's not going to go full Le'Veon Bell. The running back market is like the economy in Venezuela. It's collapsed. Uh, and even if you're good, like Austin Eckler is good. he's He led the NFL in touchdowns since 2021 for the Chargers. They don't want to pay him. Miles Sanders had a great year in Philadelphia. He got a contract that is worse than a contract Emmitt Smith signed in 1996 with the Cowboys. So, Jacobs, take the money, and that's it. Next!
9: Deshaun Watson told reporters that he feels... A night and day difference in terms of where he's at compared to uh, this point last offseason. Kevin Stefanski believes he'll be a better player after what he went through last year. Ben, are you expecting a big bounce back from Watson?
1: Well, it depends what kind of massages he gets in Cleveland. But you buried my favorite part of that quote. Kevin Stefanski's exact quote was that Watson will be better for having last season under his belt. Under his belt is the way that he phrases it. The, the very reason that Watson is in Cleveland is because of what's going on ah. under his belt. Okay, no, I, he'll be he'll be a little bit better, but I don't. The, the Browns are just a middling team, so I don't think I don't think he'll be in the happy baby pose anytime soon. Next, the
9: NBA announced that De'Aaron Fox is the recipient of the first ever Clutch Player of the Year award. Ben, if you were to introduce a new individual accolade award to the NBA, what
1: would it be? My favorite would be the Hobb Award, hands-on balls, in honor of, of Phil Jackson and the late Kobe Bryant, who used to always say that quote, and I'd always laugh, and they talk about defense, they say hands-on balls. So the Hobb Award, and then Bill Fitch, another influence of mine, the hustle, do the hustle, the hustle board. So those would be two of my awards, my two awards. Uh, how do we do, Kubaloo?
9: You pass this edition.
1: That is a winner! You can put
9: it on the board! Yes! Woo!